0: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Danny and Dusty. All right. My rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. (laughs) The space smashed, with the latest on the blazers ducks beavers and the hottest topics in sports hey what's happening norm oh, it's a dog eat dog world Sammy, and i'm wearing milkbone underwear danny and dusty on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan
1: Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you uh, coming up this hour. we got our worst day on the web, a controversial take uh, from one of our own.
2: Wonder who it could be. Um,
1: Also, new rules that we all need to know. Okay? There are new rules. But we start this hour with uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. Man, this split is... (laughs) It's aggressively coming down the tracks because it started with he got benched and it's like, oh, yeah, they're they're probably going to move on from him to this morning. They were going to explore trade options and then Derek Carr just comes out and he pens a letter to Raider Nation saying, saying goodbye deuces. It's been great playing for you, but I'm going to go and explore a trade to somewhere else.
2: And if you're wondering if it was a complete R- S show, uh, yeah, it was because uh, his first line starts with, It breaks my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say goodbye in person, which tells me everything I need to know about this organization being a complete disaster, and I hate all of you.
1: Well, are you going to quit him like uh, swag quit on the Cowboys? You
2: you think this is the thing that's going to break my back?
1: Wow, well, I don't know. Have
2: you watched the last
1: 20 years? Well, hold on. Well, this may be it. No.
2: Yeah, both of America's teams. <laughs>
1: Stop. Don't give him that.
2: <laughs> yes! By,
1: by you even saying that, that gave him something. that is, That is the spark. That is, spark is the needed. one
2: spark that carried from the forest <laughs> fire in California and landed in Oregon.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but, no, this is actually more than whatever it was that made Swag quit, the Cowboys, um, because like, of the fact Like, dumb. this is a big one, though, in that so the twenty years of dysfunction, it was like from Rich Gannon. It was just, can we find a quarterback? And then, then wandering found, through an abyss for a decade. You found one, and you found one, and then now and he you're loved you, running him off. And no. is Derek Carr one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL? No, no. Is he, he like, is a, he's like a, in my opinion, like he's that outside
2: mm, the top ten, but like in that group outside of the top ten,
1: notch above Kirk Cousins.
2: Yeah, like, which.
1: A small notch but again, above Kirk Cousins.
2: Like that's a winning quarterback.
1: He is. He is. Just yep. Just like Kirk Cousins is. Is he the guy that you want to hit your wagon to and say for 15 years is going to be our guy? No. No, no, no. no. Can you can, can you, you win, win
2: with them, go to the playoffs and maybe build like yep. around him and have a dark horse chance?
1: Yes. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. And uh th- this will this will be gone. But here's one thing that he's got going for him. Uh he has a no trade clause. Yep. (laughs) And so. How the hell?
2: He worked that in? Listen, I love DC as a human being. He's been a very good player, but
1: how he got a no trade clause is beyond me. Well, he knew what team he was playing for. It was actually smart. He was CYA. He was covering his rear, and you have to do that. Um, And he did. So he's going to have, he will have the say in where he goes as uh, a, a quarterback. Now, this. No trade clause. Also, uh, it leverages the Raiders because their return is not going to be gonna what be you normally you what you would get for a player of Derek Carr's caliber. But you will have a a, a long list of suitors. One of them not being the Indianapolis Colts. They've already backed out and said, mm, "No, we're out."
2: Yeah, that I mean that we're makes out. sense. But Tennessee, New York, mm-hmm. uh, hell, Tampa Bay. If Brady leaves,
1: yes. Look. I would not rule out New England with everything that they've yeah. got going on there when they need changes quickly. Mac Jones, if you if they want to swap quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and Mac Jones comes out with his familiarity with uh, Josh McDaniels and the fact that the entire front office is New England guys in Vegas. Mm-hmm. and if
2: Those lines of communication are there. If Bill
1: Belichick, it had a, he had a meeting with Robert Kraft, and like the edict is, we need to start winning. And if they feel like they can get Derek Carr into into New England, um, that may be a, a good landing spot. What that about Carr New Orleans? may approve? New Orleans would be interesting. I don't know if anybody wants to go play for Dennis Allen though. Or, and, like you're looking at that. That front office is a big question with the ownership. Sure, Gail Benson, Benson yeah. is a is a wild card there, but um does he want to go to Carolina where they've got some receivers yep. um and Carolina's in search of a quarterback and looking for one Woody Johnson the, the owner of the Jets said they'll pay for a quarterback yep. now so don't don't put the Jets out of that conversation either and I think that there's a lot of really good landing spots heck Seattle
2: yeah. see,
1: would Seattle go out and put a package together where they they say all right how do, how do we look with Tyler Lockett DK Metcalf in a quarterback that we can say can protect our defense because that's what they're looking for yes. somebody that can protect the defense.
2: And I, I think if you look at it, the, the option for them will be do we want to pay Gino what Derek Carr is making? Yeah. And, and do you feel comfortable making that with one year? No. Because say what you want about Gino's year this year, it was just one year. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, his one year this year was his one bad year. The other years, he was better this this is yeah, 14 outside
1: interceptions one pretty yeah,
2: no the outside of his rookie year this was his worst year
1: mm-hmm. but and the, the alarming part though is that he, he had his guy though and I mean Devontae the Adams the
2: biggest part for me is I don't think him and McDaniels were ever on the same page yeah I don't I, if, if you want to draw a uh a, a line I think a lot of the stuff that you're seeing there is some of the same stuff you're seeing here in Portland right now with the trailblazers, just not being perfectly in alignment yet.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, you gotta be able to protect the ball and heat. he's had a lot of turnovers the last two years.
2: Yeah. He has spiked more
1: recently. I mean, 28 picks the last two seasons. But before that, he's around like eight, nine interceptions.
2: He was a take um, care of the ball season.
1: guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a turnover m- m- machine, uh, and you have to understand he played on a dysfunctional roster, dysfunctional Broken franchise. Franchise. So, um, I, it will be interesting to see what the market is and what the hall is for for a guy like Derek Carr. I, I don't know how he, he's got It's got to be a really good roster if if a team is really going to take that shot at him. Uh, what's interesting about the no trade clause, though, is that is he going to say I can fix, you know, a Carolina or I I would fit in, in a Carolina there, a good fit in a good roster mix is a team like Seattle. Mm -hmm. It is a team like the heck the jets even where if they can, if they can continue to mold uh, Garrett Wilson, they have a go-to receiver that they feel is their future their defense is young and really stinking good. Uh, they need to stabilize the quarterback position even a little bit. If Woody Johnson and, and the Jets think that that's the guy, heck, that may be it. I don't see Derek Carr putting himself in a situation where it's going gonna, it's gonna to get potentially ugly for him. He wouldn't want no, to go to Tampa. Been, he, if he's it's been... he wouldn't want to go to, you know, uh, well, Tampa. Well,
2: Tampa, I mean, if they're healthy with Evans and Godwin, like... I can I think that's a better landing spot than Carolina or
1: Tennessee. hmm Their salary cap is gonna be a problem. Yeah,
2: it is. But looking at that, like the defense, at least on paper, I know they
1: haven't been good this year. Winnable like, division. Yeah. A lot of folks are saying Atlanta as well.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Now obviously the Raiders aren't getting that pick.
1: <laughs> and Miami is one of those ones that keeps popping up too.
2: I just don't think that's what if Miami's making the change, I think they make a bigger change. Really? Yeah. Just knowing who their owner is. Yeah. Who is, who is Ross pursued?
1: Well, but, but here's the thing. Who's Ross got? That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And who would he go out? I mean, if it comes down to if they can't get Lamar Jackson, then they can go and get Derek Carr. I think what's that's in, what you're talking about. What's insane
2: about. is this offseason, you're going to see probably like four, maybe five Pro Bowl quarterbacks
1: moved. Well, and what happens with uh <laughs> with – the Raiders at quarterback. Then, what? What do they? Are they going to go and try to trade just straight up and see if that is something that they can? They I can... think they
2: end up with one of Brady or Rogers. Yeah, I think. And here, this would be my own personal hell. I think the door is open for Lamar Jackson if the Ravens don't
1: get a deal done to the Raiders. Yeah. Okay.
2: I think a swap of Carr and Jackson on paper makes the most sense in the NFL. Okay. Of of for if you're if you're talking about both those quarterbacks, yeah. Derek Carr just looks like a Ravens quarterback. Mm-hmm. Take care of the ball, play action has certainly has the ability to do game winning fourth quarter comeback drives. Like he's, I think he's third in the NFL since he came into the league. Yeah, it's that's actually one of the things he's been incredibly good at throughout his career.
1: Yeah, he just uh, needs to take care of the ball better than the last two seasons. Yes,
2: if you look at his his interception rate prior to the last two seasons, he's at like one point seven percent, which is yeah. very good.
1: Yeah, Whew. this is gonna be a fascinating one, and it, it will be it'll be interesting to see what team wants Derek Carr, and the market will be an interesting one because guys like this coming up in a trade, it's it's pretty rare. Right, you, you the elite quarterbacks will will jump from side to side, uh, but the the guys that are in the Derek Carr realm are more of the they leave in free agency when somebody doesn't want to pay them. Yes, and then they kind of bounce around. That a la well, Kirk Cousins from mm-hmm. <laughs> from Washington to Minnesota, where it was like, yeah, we did the franchise tag thing three times, and then boom, he ends up. Do you in, think
2: anybody ever gets franchise tagged that many times yeah. again?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just a, nuts. A desperate team. Yeah. That is.
2: Which, which Washington? Yeah. I mean,
1: they are <laughs> a desperate and cheap team. Well, there's quite a few of those.
2: What if he sold that team in the, uh, in the next couple of months? Mm-hmm. Would that be a landing spot for car?
1: No, I don't think, I think it's going to happen faster because I, like, apparently this thing has to be ironed out by February 15th because then his 40, and- well, his 40, well, his $40.4 million gets guaranteed on that date okay so it's got to be which makes it harder to trade yeah well it's got to be agreed upon and i don't think it can because you have to agree to the trade find a partner yes and then on league league new year i think is when you got to actually do it
2: so if they if they were going to trade him and he was not going to renegotiate or restructure yeah. it would have to be done before that because they okay.
1: can't trade him now you have to have a team willing to say this is what we want to do where they're just going to cut him release outright and eat it. Um, But that's why they're going to agree to a trade. Boom. And uh, it's moving fast. It's moving very fast. All 503 250-1080. That is the fan text line. Um, Coming up next, we got new rules. We all need to abide by them and get ready for him, Danny and Dusty on the
0: fan. It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is how we do it. Band.
2: It's becoming so common we should just call us Danny and Rusty. As
0: yeah, Dusty,
2: we've lost a host, is not in the studio again. I've seen him sprint back and forth a couple of times during the break. But well, I'm not here sure he comes. Is. Here he comes. Mr. Responsible himself, always timely. Ladies and gentlemen, Dusty up.
1: Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Probably was I. <laughs>
2: 20 seconds just enough
1: just enough to be noticeable (laughs) out out here pulling a rop. uh yeah (laughs) you had to get car seats out whoo ah yeah you know that the old old car seat fire drill yes we know that drill um all right we ready to do this this is how we do it montel jordan do you did you guys know that we have new playoff rules i did not for overtime
2: no i did see that yeah I mean, I saw it on the doc, but I didn't
1: click. This on it yet. is uh, there are new rules for playoff overtime that I don't know why this is so hard to do, but here we are because we didn't get to see you know Matt Ryan get the ball back in the Super Bowl after Tom Brady in the Patriots erased twenty-eight to three deficit, got the ball in overtime, went down, scored, game over. Last year. Josh Allen didn't get to touch the ball after Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Chiefs went down and scored. They said, all right, we're going to change the overtime rules. So now, overtime in the playoffs is if the team that gets the ball first goes down and scores, the other team gets a chance to have the ball. Whoa! You know
2: what should happen here?
1: (laughs) They do this all the time?
2: Number one, yes. Number two, get rid of the clock other than the play clock. Wait, what? In, in overtime, get rid of the clock. Like, it does, like, why, why do we have
1: a clock in the playoffs? Yeah, why do we have a clock? Uh, just so they can stop and reset. Because you play that ten minutes, then you stop and you reset, and then you can do another coin toss, and then level the playing field again.
2: Don't just keep going until it's
1: settled. Okay, I wouldn't be opposed to that.
2: Take the game clock out. The only thing you've got is a
1: play clock. Yeah. Because I mean, it then will become sudden death. If so, if you get a touchdown, other team gets the ball. They go down, and get a touchdown. Then it's sudden death. Then it's sudden death. It, and you're back on. So it. in the
2: playoffs, it doesn't matter because you, you can't end in a tie. Yeah. So get rid of the game clock and just
1: go. Okay. Sure. I know it sounds weird, but like, care.
2: but like, why do why do we have a clock at that point? It just that was like one of the things that popped in my head was that seems weird.
1: No, but I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't. I, oh, we well, have to have a two minute warning, don't they have a two minute warning? But why in overtime? The timeout and a break. Nah. See that's you know.
2: what? I mean, you, you
1: play for sixty minutes and then have another ten minute overtime and then go. Yeah. You
2: know. You know what the reasoning really is? Commercials.
1: Oh yeah. Of that's course. the reason for this. Of course. But I'm. I just. I, I forgot about that they did this. And so you're gonna have. Um. It's two fifty. It's fifteen minute periods. I think. Um. But, yeah, it, it's I, – I don't know. I have no idea why they, they still have a clock. But I'm just glad that they fixed this to where in the playoffs, when it means the most, if you have a quarterback like a Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, where resumes are made and legacies are built, the fact that we've had so many games end where they don't get to even see the field or touch the ball, that sucks. And yes, it's it, dumb. The NFL, all because of a coin toss. The NFL overtime is the worst, um, and college football is now getting there that they have this stupid two point conversion uh, off after their second overtime. That is the that is so stupid. That I don't don't even yeah it doesn't don't make- don't, don't, don't. They used to have it right. It, well, yeah, the Kansas plan, and then one game that the, the LSU Texas A&M game, all of a sudden everybody's like, see, too much, too long. Really, because of one game, There's a
2: one game in fifty years of doing it this way.
1: Yeah, the Kansas plan is—I I love the Kansas plan for uh, settling it in college at the twenty-five yard line. If you want to do it in the NFL at forty or fifty yard line, mm-hmm. go ahead and do it with the with the accuracy and legs of kickers. Now you may have to go to the minus forty. Yeah, go on the other side and then and then try to move in. But I think that that I I do love the Kansas plan. I think it's a great way. It It's the games. fairest way to settle it, but. Uh, this is actually the fairest way to settle it is you both teams get a chance to go down and score. If you don't, then, and only then, do you go to sudden death. And uh, the NFL is going to get it right in the playoffs this time. So I, I don't know if we'll see it in this round, in Super Wild Card round weekend, but divisional round, these games are going to start to tighten up because we may see a bunch of blowouts again this week in Super Wild Card weekend. Because we did last year, we've seen the wild card rounds of kind of getting further and further away from each other. Um, I think the average the average score was something around like 18 point, 17 or 18 points last year in Super Wild Card weekend. Mm-hmm. There were teams getting thumped. And we only had one close game. It was that Raiders-Bengals mm-hmm. game. That was Which, the only
2: one. Literally, the Bengals almost didn't have a Super Bowl run.
1: Yeah, but I mean,
2: that, that's the stuff that I love about the playoffs.
1: Raiders going to Raider. <clears> oh,
2: <throat> well, yeah, no, but, I mean, that happens, but not even because it's the Raiders, but I'm just talking about in general. The, the sliding doors of that Super Bowl run last year came down to a possession.
1: Oh, any yeah, I I love that stuff. That's the that's the great part about football is that
2: like, here's the thing. Hey, look, you know, the New York giants and they're, they're, they're sliding doors. Super Bowl runs. Those
1: are fun. Yeah. Those were great. Those are fantastic. David Tyree's stupid helmet. Um, <laughs> but just think of this, like if we don't have a ridiculous shank on new year's Eve, we're not talking about Georgia being the most dominant team mm-hmm. in college football history because they almost beat the Georgia Bulldogs who won by 58 points on Monday. Think about it like that is how close it can come, and that's why you know the transitive properties is so ridiculous, especially when you're talking about in football, will they beat this team so this team will beat this team? No, you can't do the transitive properties because matchups mean a whole heck of a lot motivation, and you don't know how motivated guys are like it looked like Georgia was like zombie walking through that game against Ohio State, and then Ohio State caught him on the chin. And the secondary for Georgia didn't look anywhere as dominant as they had been all year mm-hmm. long, and that has a lot to do with Ohio State's receivers who are freakishly good. All of them, um, <laughs> yeah. Even the dudes coming in off the bench. Yeah. But you look at it and you go, "That is what makes it so fun." Then those sliding doors moments are are awesome. And last, what last year, that one came down. Wasn't Cincinnati just? Didn't they open it up on them? And then
2: Raiders closed. Raiders
1: yeah, hard. Just started chipping away at the mm-hmm. lead. Um, and then it it came down to an interception. What? In the, uh, in the red zone? In the right? red zone. Yeah. Dang.
2: On a hell of a play.
1: Man. All right. 503, 250, 1080. This text says, What does this change? No matter what, your defense has to get a stop. Um, no, it changes a lot. It changes a lot. You
2: get an actual opportunity. It that, cha- because that's
1: huge. If one team, if you're in a shootout, a la last year's uh, uh, Bills, nobody Chiefs stopping game, anybody. It was back and forth, and you get haymakers. The team that has the ball first won.
2: Yeah, it was I literally. Mean, it was the game was decided by a coin toss.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. And nobody, and you,
2: and that should never be a thing.
1: Yeah, and your offense never got a chance to answer. No, never got a chance to answer. That's what. It, and he's saying, well, your defense still needs to get a stop. Well, your offense is never getting an opportunity to even keep the game alive. No. I mean, yes, your defense. A defense will eventually get a stop, but you don't want the game to end because your defense was the one that was by the flip of a coin.
2: Yours was on the field first. Out on the field first. Yeah.
1: Like that shouldn't be the reason why. Nobody was
2: getting stops in that game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Woo. All right. Um, Let's get this thing on the road because we got to, we got to get to the real news of the day. The real news of the day Mm. is um, Danny's an animal. First is Russ with sports center. (laughs)
0: It's time for today's Worst Day on the Web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. All right, it's time
1: for the Worst Day on the Web. Daniel Morang, you must defend yourself.
2: I don't think I need to, but you're, you're advocating for it. Oh, I Oh, I am. Oh, I am. It's like one of those things where it's like, well, what do you think about yes, this? And okay. I, it doesn't matter what you think.
1: Uh, you tweeted out y- yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, More than lobbed a chaos grenade on the timeline. 6.54 p.m. The best part of bread with a picture of the heel of the bread.
2: Mm-hmm. Not only the heel of the bread, it was the heel of the Dave's Killer Bread good seed. So mm-hmm. it was super grainy and super seedy. It's all very fitting since Danny is clearly the heel of this show, too. <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: you are a heel man. I do. I love it. Why is. Why, why, It's why? It, It's, It just, it, you what? know what you never have to
2: worry about? It never gets like, even if you have like a lot on there, like if you got a juicy sandwich, it never gets soggy. It's always solid. It's got that good, just earthy, grainy taste. Oh, I love everything about it. Okay.
1: Um, but it's like the heel. It, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's like the, the crusty part of, it's just like all crust. Yeah. You like that. Oh, it's so good. I.
2: It they, makes for oh. like the best sandwich. The heel of the bread is the worst. No, man. it is the best. Have you ever seen that that video that went viral? The the, the, the the TikTok video, of the kid who was pissed at his girlfriend because he goes like it, it wasn't a bit like it was a real thing. He goes, "That's what you use to hold the bread together." <laughs> what? Like that guy's a psycho. Yeah, no, like he didn't know that like the heel was quite literally edible. <laughs> it was, Mua! And his girlfriend made him a sandwich with, like, one piece of the heel.
1: Yeah. that Well, I mean, that's not a completely crazy It is. Um, it's completely crazy. The it's, thing to be upset about is making me a heel bread. I wonder, all right, then let's put up the poll. Let's put up the poll here. Which is the heel, I don't even want to say the best part of the bread, because it's not. I mean, you could put that in there. Uh, do you eat the heel, yes or no? Do you eat the heel? Yes or no. I think that's a fair one. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it that way. Not, maybe said, non-emergency, yeah. do you eat the heel? Well,
2: or we say, do you prefer the heel? No, or you're a serial, serial killer.
1: Okay, that seems I'm going, fair.
2: I'm going with Dusty's.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Going with Dusty's.
1: Okay, because I, I really want to... This is going to be the, the interesting one for me, is to see how many people actually eat the My wife doesn't mind the heel. Like, she'll eat the heel. I mean, I'll
2: eat it if that's what's left. If
1: it's what's there, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, like I'm not choosing
2: it. Uh, your choices are yes, of course, and no, I'm a baby.
1: See, now you're just doing See, that. See, this is why he shouldn't <laughs> run our socials. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. But you know what? No, I'm a baby is going to win. You know it's going to win. You think so? Yes. Hmm. Yes, because we all know you. Um, this one says, he butt overall slices.
2: No. Already, already out of the gate.
1: No. Uh, the heel of the bread is like a scoop loaded up and enjoy. Uh, no, my wife eats the heel. Heel, yes, for toast, and psycho for sandwiches. Ooh, interesting.
2: i I go the other way around. If I'm going to toast it, I want the dual-sidedness of bread.
1: Hmm. I don't know about this. I
2: feel like the heel works perfectly for
1: Bread heels with the frosty mojito. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> You like a good mojito. See? I think if you're going to toast
2: the heel though, you do it like on the bagel setting where it only toasts one side. One side. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. toast the already toasted side. Yeah. That's like the pull point.
1: Mm.
2: It's already there.
1: All right. Um man, this is this is the least hot of Danny's many skip bayless style hot takes.
2: <laughs> and people think these are hot takes. These are just who I am. <laughs> but
1: these but this is a take. <clears throat> this take is hot because every, I think everybody looks at it and goes, "What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? Um, but it is up at uh, Danny and Dusty on Twitter right now. Uh, currently, fifty-five percent saying yes, of course. Um, but we all know that you have your troll farm on this, so we'll see what happens. I haven't,
2: I haven't even called on them yet.
1: It here's the deal with that: is it's called the heel of the bread for a reason. Like, what else would you call it? The outside? Yeah, <laughs> the, the end the end the piece? piece like it's a it's a not appealing body part is the heel like no it, has heel ever been described as something good i mean all of wrestling would say yes D- no but heel is the bad guy but bad but great keyword bad beloved bad stone cold steve austin no wrong heel beloved. is the bad guy beloved. What do you got there? I can't get over this text.
2: Um, That's hoe bread. Everyone touches it and no one wants it. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I I don't Uh, like white bread at all, (laughs) and particularly the heel of white bread. (laughs) Thank you for that one, texter. (laughs) That hoe over there?
1: <laughs> yeah, the bread.
2: <laughs> it's the village bicycle of breads.
1: Oh man. Everyone I, takes I it for feed, a ride,
2: nobody takes it home.
1: I feel feed the heel to my dog.
2: <laughs> Don't give your dog that much bread. <laughs> <Good> Lord. <laughs> Especially white bread. It's green uh, bread and, you know,
1: Man, It's good for dogs. No, nah, the heel of the bread uh, uh it's a it's, a, it's going to be a no for me dog. But you know what? I will start keeping mine and pass them on to you. Know what,
2: you know what I never have to worry about? What? Every time I, I get into a bag of bread at home,
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: always there for me.
1: Yeah. You want to know why? Because people don't want to eat it. Well, my wife, just <laughs> uh,
2: she's very picky with her food. That's all.
1: All right. Um, the poll is up. Go and vote. At uh, Danny and Dusty on social media on the, on the Twitter bots. Um, and give us a follow while you're there. All right. We continue with the sports portion of the show, which I'm sure will wholeheartedly get derailed with this thing. The Broncos continue their interview process to find a new head coach and a familiar name now popping up on the list. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: One, two, three, four. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Stay on the side. Machine. Get on up. Danny and Get Dusty up. on the Get Odyssey, on Odyssey app and
1: 1080, the fan. 503-250-1080 is a fan text sign. This text, text says Derek Carr I is the scene. red heel of NFL like quarterbacks. America's heel. Like yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, or as one texture put it the hoe of bread <laughs> uh, how, how does this
2: fit into the uh, you can't make a hoe, you know uh, no nothing
1: I don't know what you were talking about no
2: no nothing yeah I got nothing mm-hmm. okay <laughs> that something something housewife
1: oh I don't know hmm? well you can't f- Fix that piece of bread. That's just gone. I don't think this 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 works here.
2: See, I think it, I think it does because when you when you dress it up with some arugula, some turkey, some pepper jack cheese, a little hot mustard,
1: it's still a hoe.
2: <sighs> I'm gonna All open up right. a sandwich joint. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna serve it. You want it hoe style? Mm. And it will be with
1: bread heels. And you'll go out of business in a hurry. <laughs> They're gonna line up for it. All right. You uh, know why?
2: Because right now, yes, of course, is winning.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll see how long. Okay, uh, we have a new a new entrance into the who will be the Denver Broncos' next head coach. As uh, interview went down with David Shaw, former Stanford head coach, he, it's like he knew this, ahead of time for the Denver Broncos' head coaching job. He what?
2: It's like he knew ahead of time. He was getting out ahead of this, in, in the sense of leaving Stanford
1: because he was going to be an NFL head coach. Yeah. I think Stanford is just in trouble, and he knows it. Well, I so mean, he, he, he got out ahead of
2: Stanford he being in trouble, and was like, "If I'm going to go to the NFL, it's a
1: good yeah. time to do it." They can't, they can't win at Stanford with the way that they're built right now. Currently, find things. that out. Yeah, uh, but David Shaw, for for a lot of people, is like, "What? Why would you go to a college?" David Shaw is an NFL background. Before he went mm-hmm. to University of San Diego with Harbaugh, he was an assistant for the uh, Oakland Raiders. When they ding, were ding. in the late 90s, early 2000s. When they were functional. And he really was the good. And quarterbacks coach there. Ah, remind me again. And then the were Baltimore they Ravens. Yeah, they went to a Super Bowl. Ah, yes. Yeah, super-duper big game. Um, but I think, actually, I think he won the AFC West, and then he went to, because he was in... I S- th- so he would left in 98? Was, no, no. No, 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 no. He was there, uh, I think, until 2002 um, is when he left... There. Okay, so he was, so he was in the he AFC all of, championship yeah. game, yeah. All the uh, 98 to 2000, he was the quality control, quarterbacks coach in 01, and then 2002 went to Baltimore, uh, where I don't know if you guys followed the Baltimore Ravens, also very, very good. good between 2002 and 2005. Yeah. So he he had an NFL background, um, and the, he's been long rumored to be an NFL head coaching candidate. Uh, the interesting part in all of this is that today we're finding out that Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, and and then Jim Harbaugh just got like a vote of confidence from the university president. Remember, Jim Harbaugh just last week said he expects to be the Michigan head coach next year. Yep. And he's going to interview.
2: Yeah, I also heard or read from uh, one of the the Big Ten reporters that uh, him and the uh, provost or whatever in the AD are well off on uh, expectations for a contract contract. uh, raises okay
1: so well, i yeah he took think, a pay
2: cut last year yeah, and that's the thing is he he just, and he what did he just do they mm-hmm. just beat ohio state and, and go to the twice oh right and go to the uh cultural playoff twice um does that yeah. do you think that if anything is going to get a get a raise
1: yeah yeah i i the other guys that are going to be in this uh pool are obviously sean payton dan quinn Cowboys defensive coordinator. They have to be
2: throwing so much money at prospective coaches for these interviews to take place.
1: You think for the names that they're getting? Well, yes. I mean, the rumor was twenty million for Harbaugh, but, but that's then. what I mean.
2: Like the, that's that's the reason I think you're seeing so many named coaches and not just coordinators looking for gigs. Like I mean, they're always going to get names, but they are getting the names.
1: But it, it, I think that people are missing that it is an act. It's a better job than what it looks like on the surface i mean they have a first round pick this year uh that they got in in the trade for Bradley Chubb down to to Miami you've got young core on defense but you, you are have- you are overpaying that are deep pockets but you
2: don't know how functional or dysfunctional they are
1: no but you look at it, the broncos have have a very long history they do. of you keeping things on the rails. But they
2: also had a very long, consistent history of ownership.
1: That's true. But if they are, if this franchise, and you have a quarterback in place, that I think there's a lot of people that feel they can fix Russell Wilson. Um, that's a level of arrogance one, I can't get to. But there was, look at the last, after uh, Nathaniel Hackett was fired. I mean, he, he played a lot better. I mean, he I actually mean, did. That's a,
2: that's, that's a bar even I could step over.
1: I don't think so. I don't think you're giving enough credit to what Russell Wilson actually looked good, especially in the last week um, against the chargers and the chargers for some reason were playing their starters Uh, and yet they pulled them. But if you get a, if you get the right guy in place, they can be a functional offense. Nathaniel Hackett leadership in football. It means something. It means a heck of a lot. It's the most important sport where coaching matters. Coaching matters the most in football than any of the other big sports. And Nathaniel Hackett obviously was not the guy. Week one, he lost a portion of that locker room. And then week two, week three, it just piled up and he lost all of them. He lost all of them by by the midway point of the season. And they were, they were a train wreck. You get a good leader in and an offensive mind that can click with Russ, you can be successful. I mean, he is not – Russell Wilson is not dead. He is not dead.
2: You're you're not on the he's washed train.
1: No, I don't. He's on the back end of his career. Yes, and I just, but you, can you win? Can you win with Russell Wilson? Hell yeah, you can win with Russell Wilson.
2: I, I'm not going to go on the on the side of he's totally washed, but I think he fell off a. He didn't fall off the cliff. Like if we're talking cliffs, it's not a straight down cliff. It's a cliff with like it's it's a hundred feet down, but it's like a twenty foot fall. You, over and over
1: again. You can win a lot of games with him, but you're not winning that division because of the guys that are also playing in that division yeah. with with Mahomes. But no, I don't I don't think Russell Wilson is is where we've seen the last of. We event. just
2: he's lost a lot of mobility, he's lost a lot of accuracy.
1: Has he? I mean, those th- Has he or was it or or did he, the the accuracy in the system? Like there were flashes at the end of this year where he looked like he was moving not like old Russ. And everybody, every, quarter, the, the every quarterback there. has to, uh, uh, oh, of course, every quarterback's got to adjust. But when you're learning a new system and you are being asked to do things that you, we, we've been talking about this with Damian Lillard, too, when you're asked to do some, do stuff that you are not used to doing and you haven't done over the course of your career, it does take time. It does take time. For sure. And um, I think that with Russell Wilson, if the right coach comes in who will play to his strengths and the Broncos did not do that this year. Uh, Yeah, you can win a lot of football games with a guy like Russ. That's why I think it is attractive. That's why I also think you're getting the names that you're getting, too, willing to talk about that job. Now, if they're going to take it, that's another thing, because Jim Harbaugh, he's probably using it for leverage. Um, Sean Payton, he's not using it for leverage. He's just getting his name back out there.
2: Does he want to take that job?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea, but you're only in salary cap hell for for really. It's going to be bad for a year, a and year. and
2: next year's not great. What the year? The year after that, it's not it's great.
1: A, it's not that bad though. I mean, because the salary cap's going to balloon.
2: I thought it was twenty five, twenty six. It's the new, it's it's gonna the
1: gonna new TV deal is going to because the Amazon one. Is just coming in this year. Yeah, but I thought the cap and wasn't the going up until twenty go. It, it's going up. Uh, it is gonna start booming. Well, I know next I know it's, year. Next, I know it's gonna go After yeah. next year. After next year. I thought it was a year
2: after that. No. Because I know it's it's likely to go up to four hundred million.
1: Yeah. And based on what the deals we've seen already. You're fine right there. Yeah. Bingo.
2: But again, if it's two years, that's 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 tough because two years yeah. in the NFL is a lot. Mm hmm. I mean Coaches get fired after a year pretty regularly now, mm-hmm. and after the second year, even more so. Yeah. So, uh, my thing here is that if you're a first-time head coach, I don't think you want this job. No. I, if you're D'Amico Ryan's, you don't want this job. No. If you're Dan Quinn, if you're Sean Payton, mm. if,
1: I don't know if you're Dan Quinn. I, I'm just saying he's been a head coach. Is what yeah, I'm saying. I think they need to they need to get an offensive guy in
2: and not a defensive guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also shortens that list up. There's not a ton. Yeah.
1: yeah, Frank Reich would be interesting.
2: Yeah, I could see that. West Coast guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Seeing him, and he could he especially because he's had a dominant run game in the past, mm-hmm. and he can use his run game to protect Russ a little bit.
2: Shanahan him a bit, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. But again, I I don't think if you are a first time head coach, I don't think you want this job.
1: Mm-mm. No.
2: I think you're much better with a project team where expectations are severely
1: more adjusted. I think if you're the Broncos, you don't want a first-year guy. No, because you just did
2: that with Hackett. My God, do you want to run through that again?
1: There's a lot of unknowns that you have. Yeah. Like, could you find the next Sean McVay? Sure, but Sean McVay, I guess, is walking away. Yeah. And, or could you, you could find a young Kyle Shanahan. But what you want is a guy who Russell Wilson will trust mm-hmm. and has a track record. And then you can move from there. But David Shaw, he may be a guy that that, that may be the out. exception
2: to that rule because he does have the experience and he's been a head coach, albeit in college, but for a very long time mm-hmm. and has worked with very good quarterbacks of varying styles.
1: Yeah. All right. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Um, we got a true success story. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catches. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.